Thank you for listening to Kingdom Dynamics. You are a new creation Christian, which means you stand in heaven and on earth at the same time. You're actually a spirit man that'll live forever, wrapped in a body. As you see what the Father's doing and do it, as you hear what the Father's saying and say it, you literally bring heaven to earth. I'm here to release you to be who you really are. Enjoy listening and don't forget to share it. Welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. Just want to give you guys a little bit of introduction into myself and why this podcast exists. But first, I just want to talk to you about the Kingdom of God and Sonship. Let me ask you a question. What's the number one thing a son has access to? Yes, as a son I have access to the resources of my father, of the time of my father, of the resources of the kingdom. I can drive his car, I can walk into his house and open his fridge, I can sit on his lap, but the number one thing a son has access to is the father. And God is restoring that father-son relationship that he had with Adam, that he has with himself. And it's all wrapped up in the message of the kingdom of God. And God loves the church, but the church has deviated from the the message of the kingdom of God, the only message that Jesus preached. And so ultimately, I'm a spirit wrapped up in a dirt body. I have a soul. I have emotions, but I'm a spirit. And God is spirit. And you are spirit. And so in this podcast, I'm speaking heavenly things. I'm speaking of spiritual things. I'm speaking to your heavenly man, to your kingdom man, to your inner man, to your spirit man, to your new creation self. Because if I can deposit the seed of the kingdom of God in you, it will grow to take over your life and take over society and ultimately see Jesus Christ come back in the flesh. Now, here are another couple of resources I highly recommend. Number one, the book on the kingdom by Jack Taylor called Cosmic Initiative. If you read that, it will begin you on the kingdom journey. Number two, the podcast called uh, Kingdom Family Podcast by Leif Hetland. Number three would be the books by Miles Munro on the kingdom of God, rediscovering the kingdom. And then once you've got a bit of a taste for the kingdom, go back through the Bible and reread the scriptures. See that Jesus spoke about the kingdom. Paul spoke about the kingdom. God's The whole Bible is about the kingdom. Now if you can seek first the kingdom, all else will be added to you as well. You can forget. Forget your program. Forget your agenda. Forget what you think you should do, could do, would do, whatever. 
just seek first the kingdom. If you don't, even if you don't know how to seek it, just just seek it. Just say, God, I'm seeking it. Just start praying, start reading, but seek first the kingdom, and then come back and and as you listen to my podcast, don't try and figure it all out. Just open up your heart, open up your spirit, man. You know, take notes and take action as the spirit leads you, because those are the sons of God. Welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. I'm Jonathan, and I'm a son of God being revealed to the world, as it were. And ultimately, that is God's will for your life. God's will, God's purpose, is for sons of God to be revealed. You know, the Bible says that God made the heavens and the earth, and he gave the earth to man. And I think we've forgotten the original message. My podcast, my ministry, God says, you're an ambassador, Jonathan. God says, God calls me kingdom man. Kingdom man. He said, tell the people. Tell the people who they are. You know, we, the, the meek shall inherit the earth. God wants you to inherit the earth. But first, you need to know who you are. When you know that you're a son of God, everything changes. The prodigal son. That parable of the kingdom that we call the prodigal son, because all parables are about the kingdom. That parable about the kingdom that we call the prodigal son, it's about, you see, the father had a father focus. The prodigal son had a son, sorry, had a self-focus. You know, it's better for me to go back to my father's house. It was about a self-focus. Interestingly, the older brother also had a self-focus. You see, an orphan, an orphan has a self-focus. If you have an orphan mindset, you're going to see other people as your competition. You're going to compare yourself with them, compare your ministry, compare your lifestyle. But if you would have a father focus, see, the kingdom is a father focus, Jesus didn't even say, seek first my kingdom. He said, seek first his kingdom. When people called Jesus great, he said, no, only God is great. Even Jesus had a father focus. And so son of God being revealed. I'm talking to you, son of God being revealed. For the son of God to be revealed in your life, you need to come under the father. You need to receive the father. You need to position yourself as a son under the Father. You know, God, ultimately, he doesn't, just, he doesn't want to bless me. He doesn't want to give me my car, give me my desire, give me my, my house, the things that I'm believing for. The, he does, but the first most important thing that he wants to give me is sonship. He's like, Jonathan, if you would just know that you're a son. See, a son has inherited all things. A son has access a son has habitation. You know, Leif Hetland says that that an orphan is, is, is visited. You know, if you go to church to get a touch from God, if you go to church to, to get a visitation from God, but you're not having a, a seven-day-a-week habitation, I want to encourage you to become a father-focused son who is being revealed to the world. Have a habitation focus. Wake up and say, Good morning, Holy Spirit, as Benny Hinn wrote in 19, 
79 or whenever he wrote that marvelous book. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Have a have a father focus. Become a son. Because Galatians 4 says that a child, although he will inherit all things, is treated basically like a servant until he comes of age. Don't be a child. Grow up. You know, I was in a church recently and I loved it and I loved the message and the the pastor gave me personal wisdom and counsel that really helped me in my own life, in my own marriage, in my own family. But, you know, but he was preaching the basics, you know. He was preaching about salvation and I'm like, flipping heck, can we just get onto some meat, <laughs> you know? Can we just get onto some real food? And I feel like, you know, sons... Sons of God who have a habitation with God, they're not, they're not needing to hear nice messages about water baptism and forgiveness of sins and grace and the laying on of hands and the Holy Spirit. They're taking some heavy meat, life, you know, societal transformation, you know, heavy, real strategic insight into how the demonic world works, how angels work, how demons work, how society works, how we can actually change things and have a structure for things. And I just pray that God would release the Nehemiahs, the, those who would be the sons of God, who would actually take up their societal transformation mandate and really change society. And do you know how it happens? You change the territory of society. I'm going to give you the blueprint. I'm going to tell you practically how to change society. I'm going to, you'd forget the seven mountains. Forget all that stuff. Just forget it. Be a son. And start with gardening your own life. You see, God will give you the kingdom as a seed. God will give you habitation as a seed. You know where I'm parked? I'm parked in a public car park where there's obviously old people around and it's like a bowling, you know, green bowls, lawn bowls, lawn bowls, got bowling alley for old people. I parked in McDonald's to pull over and, and, and share this podcast with you and God said no. This parking is for, said 45 minute parking for McDonald's patrons only and I wouldn't eat that stuff. So so uh, I came I came here. Now that's what I'm talking about. That's that's the seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness. It comes as a seed. My obedience is a seed. When I make my bed in the morning, when I untie my shoelaces, when I do things diligently, Jesus structured his life, man. Like he was militant militant in his focus. He was strategic in his choosing of the 12. He was strategic in his choosing of the 3. He was strategic in in who was going to be Peter the Rock. He he would get up every morning before before a long time before the sun rose, which was probably about three a.m. because people were in the markets in the Middle East. The markets start in the dark because it gets too hot, you know, by eleven o'clock. So. Jesus got up every morning at three o'clock. He had a very clear system. He had a very clear structure because he understood the kingdom. He understood stewardship. 
He became a carpenter. He honored his father. You know, there's there's ways to live. So so God gives you the kingdom as a seed. So it's actually obey the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. Set up a structure for your life. You know what? Stick to your decisions. If you say, you know, God, I'm going to read the Bible every day this year, then flipping do it. You know, if you say I'm going to get up early and pray, then do it. You know, just start doing. You're going to find that in those small seeds, God's going to give you the kingdom. And it's his good pleasure to give you the kingdom, but he loves you too much to give you too much. <laughs> he loves you too much. He said, I'll tell you the truth. I was saying to God, hey, God, these people, Jason Westerfield, um, Leif Hetland, um, Chad, um, you know, Benny Hinn, Catherine Kuhlman, these, you know, um, Smith Wigglesworth, I've heard all of these people say to you, Jesus, that you physically appeared to them. And I'm like, Jesus, I know you're with me. I know I'm a son. I have encounters with you every day. With I feel your presence. I cry. And, and I love it. But I, I, I want, I don't need to, but I want to see your face. I want to see you. I want to see you face to face. I want one of those experiences where you walk into the room. And I could hear my little four-year-old daughter screaming in the background in the kitchen about something. Jesus said, her name's Sienna. He said, when you see Sienna, you see my face. Whoa. I said, that's enough, Jesus. That's enough. I don't need you to walk into my bedroom so I can tell people how amazing you know I am because you walked into my bedroom. No, 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 no. No, no. I see Jesus in every person I meet. You know what? That was a bigger revelation. That was more helpful to me, you know, to know that whatever I do to the least of one of his disciples, I'm doing to him. And that poverty-stricken person, that drunk person, that homeless person, he is Jesus. When you see him, you literally see Jesus. You know, and what you do to him and what you don't do to him is what you do and don't do to Jesus. That's the kingdom. It comes as a seed. Love that one person. See that one person. Obey the Holy Spirit with where you park your car. Spend focus on being a son because he's already given you all things. Now, let me give you the roadmap that I promised. This is flipping huge. And I want to accredit a man in Sydney, um, a business guy who's a an apostle in the making and he's amazing and he, and I will call him an apostle and I don't want to say his name because I invited him on this podcast and I'm not sure if he if he wants to be on it yet um but he this I'm going to tell you right away just straight away this you get a piece of paper and you write divide it up into the territories of your life now this is stewardship this is gardening. This is repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Get a pen and paper. Get a big sheet of paper, A3 or A4. And you're going to write, put yourself in the middle and write your name and put heaven above and put earth below. Now that's where you are. You are connected to heaven and connected to earth at the same time. That makes you a gate. That's why you can influence. God can't influence the world. Oh, my God. Oh, sidetracked. Let me tell you this. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. God said, let us make man in our image. 
And then he said, let them rule. Let them rule. He didn't say let us rule. So he's, he's, he's actually given us dominion and authority over the earth. So it's up to us. He can't bypass that authority now. Plus, he's a spirit and we've got a body. And if you go back and listen to my previous episodes, you can understand how the demonic works, how demons work, why they look for a body, how angels work, um, what angels really look like. They don't have wings. Um, you, people have mixed up the cherubim and the angels. And, and if you go back and, and look at that and look at Genesis, you'll realize that God God needs a flesh body to affect the earth. That's why Jesus had to come in the flesh. Because without a flesh body, you cannot legally infect, affect the earth. And the human species, when God said, let us make man, man refers to the species of spirits that inhabit a body that can dominate the earth. So man is a species of spirits that inhabit a physical body, some male, some female. Lord, would you give these people insight into that? Um, who can they listen to? Um, Miles Monroe, uh, Benny Hinn, um, Sunday Adelaide, uh, Creflo Dollar uh, has a, a, lot, a really good insight into sonship around grace and positioning as a son of recent times uh, and in the past. But write down as a son, write down the territory. So you're going to have yourself in the middle as a literally as a gate like a, a pipeline. Think about how water comes from, from the, the water main into your house. You are the, the pipe that brings the water from heaven to earth. You're the delivery system. There is no other delivery system. Like, say that out loud with me. There is no other delivery system. I am the delivery system of heaven. I am the delivery system. There is no other way. Okay. Write down fa- your family. So if you're single, then that's not there. But, you know, you write down your family, your husband, your wife, your children. Draw a circle around that. Um, your business, draw a circle around that. Your job, draw a circle around that. Your ministry, draw a circle around that. And then pray in the tongues and pray in the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to show you with eyes wide open, because we see the kingdom, show you what. What is there that needs to be evicted? I'm telling you, my business is going crazy at the moment. Um, I, I haven't quite got the sales that, that I'm that I'm believing for, but flipping heck, everything is in place. Like if there was a, che- a chess board, I got like all my pieces surrounding the king, it's checkmate and things are happening. And what happened was I, I started to do this and, and I asked the Holy Spirit, I said, Holy Spirit, I, I can't sell. I'm terrible at sales. Holy Spirit said, I, I want to be your, and he said, I didn't even use this, I didn't even know this term hardly. I'd heard it used, but he said, I want to be your business development manager. And I tell you what, I did that three three or four months ago, and since then I've got a new business partner, I've got an investment bank that's wanting to take my company national, I've got a, a an amazing prophetic kingdom consultant who is refusing to be paid and refusing to take equity in my business and just helping me for free. Um, I've got the literally the top five roasters in Melbourne on my books. Um, I've got 
a lot of opportunity and it's just like it's the dam is going to burst. But the way I did it is I, God showed me this needs to be removed from your business, whether it was a demon, whether it was a, a lack of integrity, whether it was, you know, we're, we're, we're doing everything at the moment. We're lodging our tax returns. We're registering for GST. We're setting up bookkeepers. We're getting systems in place. God's got us, you know, running a tight ship. And in my family, I'm flipping heck. I saw some stuff there that was scary. You know, I have a beautiful family in the natural, but flip, I saw some from some scary stuff that I had to remove. And, so, you know, I just took those pictures to God. I'm like, God, I just saw this flipping, terrifying picture of my in my family. Um, and he just, you know, he, I, he just took it away. And it was like, and then my relationship started to improve in that area. And so then I'm like, well, then God, what do you want to plant? You know, he's, and he showed me my business. I want to build a bridge with this person. I want to, this other person, I want you to get rid of them, you know. And so, so, you know, literally five minutes of writing down a picture of my life, inviting the Holy Spirit gardener to co-garden with me in my five or six areas of influence. And then, you know, that's it. The, the, do, I do it once a week on a Friday. And then far out, I've had more progress in like, I'm having more progress I guess on a weekly basis than I did in years. You want to redeem your life? You you feel like you're too old? You feel like you lost some years? You feel like you backslid? Man, God can redeem the time.